Welcome to the Bot Cannon, where we take the first 100 words of a classic piece of human literature and give it to an AI to see if they will tell the story differently. Today we are reading A Bear Called Paddington by Michael Bond. Mr. and Mrs. Brown first met Paddington on a railway platform. In fact, that was how he came to have such an unusual name for a bear, for Paddington was the name of the station. The Browns were there to meet their daughter, Judy, who was coming home from school for the holidays. It was a warm summer day, and the station was crowded with people on their way to the seaside. Trains were humming, loudspeakers blaring, porters rushing about, shouting at one another, and altogether there was so much noise that Mr. Brown, who saw him first, had to shout at Judy to make her hear him. Judy! Judy, is that you? Yes, it's me, Daddy, she called back and waved her straw hat. Where is the bear? said Mr. Brown. Judy looked around. "'You mean the one right there?' she asked, pointing at the bear. "'That's Paddington,' said Mr. Brown. "'I know. That's my bear,' said Judy. "'He isn't your bear,' said Mrs. Brown. "'I am nobody's bear,' Paddington said. "'I am myself.' "'He belongs to my daughter,' said Mr. Brown. "'I belong to nobody,' said Paddington. The Browns looked at one another. "'A bear,' said Mrs. Brown, after a moment's thought. "'I suppose he must be a bear.' "'Of course he's a bear, mother,' Judy said with a sigh. "'Can we all just go home?' "'Come along, dear,' Mr. Brown said. "'We'll go home right away.' So the Browns and Paddington went home together. Paddington was a very ordinary bear. There was nothing at all special about him, except for his name, that is, and his ability to talk. His speech was as funny as his name. Paddington could say anything he wanted to, whether it made sense or not. "'I am afraid,' Paddington said, looking out of the window at the thick gray fog." I am very afraid. What's the matter? said Mrs. Brown. Paddington pointed toward the fog, and when Mrs. Brown looked, she could see that it was coming nearer and nearer. Oh dear, she said, that's a great bank of fog. It looks as if we're in for a storm. I do hope it isn't going our way. It isn't, said Paddington, and he leaned out the window and blew on the fog, and it disappeared straight away, to Mrs. Brown's astonishment. Now let's have some breakfast, said Mrs. Brown. There's nothing worse than being hungry. "'There is,' said Paddington, "'and that is having to wait a long time for breakfast.' "'We mustn't let that happen,' said Mrs. Brown. They sat down to a delicious breakfast of marmalade, hot rolls, honey, and a glass of milk. Paddington ate a lot for a bear, and when he was finished, he wiped his mouth and said, "'More.' "'More marmalade? More rolls? More honey?' asked Mrs. Brown. "'More everything,' said Paddington. "'Well, we can't have any more,' said Mrs. Brown. "'We have to hurry if we're going to get to Paddington Station in time to meet Judy.' Paddington rose to his feet. "'I want a hat,' he said. He got his hat from Mrs. Brown and put it on. "'I want a suitcase,' said Paddington. He got his suitcase from the hall. "'I want an overcoat,' said Paddington. He got his overcoat from Mrs. Brown. "'I want a gun.' Paddington got his gun from his suitcase. It was a sawed-off, double-barreled shotgun. Paddington loaded it with cartridges. "'I want an alarm clock,' said Paddington. He got his alarm clock from the hall clock. It was a nice new pocket one. He set his alarm for ten minutes to nine. Paddington put his suitcase on the hall table and then walked out of the front door, carrying his gun, his alarm clock, his overcoat, his suitcase, and his straw hat. "'Where are you going?' called Mrs. Brown. "'I'm seeing Miss Judy.' He got to the station just in time. The train was just coming to a stop, and Judy ran out of it and threw her arms around Paddington. "'Goodbye,' said Paddington. "'Goodbye,' said Judy. "'Come back soon.' "'I will,' said Paddington.' He got on the train to take Judy's place. Judy waved her handkerchief until Paddington's train had disappeared. Then she turned to Paddington's parents. "'Wasn't he a nice bear?' she said. "'He was the nicest bear in the whole world,' said Mrs. Brown. "'He was wonderful.'
I do hope he'll be careful with that gun, said Mrs. Brown. He will, said Mr. Brown. I'm sure he will. He never shoots anything he doesn't intend to shoot. The thing is, said Mr. Brown, he isn't used to having things to carry. And it was true. Carrying all those items was turning out to be difficult for Paddington. He tried to keep them balanced. I can't manage it with all these, he said, looking helplessly at the passenger sitting next to him. Can I help you? the passenger asked. He was a kind-looking old man. Paddington handed his gun and alarm clock to the old man. Thank you, said Paddington. Excuse me while I put this on. Paddington put his overcoat on and sat down with his gun, his alarm clock, his overcoat, his suitcase, and his straw hat. He made pleasant small talk with the man next to him, who turned out to be named Henry. Where are you going? Henry asked. I'm going to visit a friend of mine in darkest Peru, said Paddington. We have lived there for some years. That's nice, said Henry. Yes, it is nice. What do you need the gun for? I'm going to use it to shoot wild animals, said Paddington. You are? Yes. Paddington showed Henry the gun. Like this. And he pulled the trigger and there was a loud bang. Henry jumped and Paddington laughed. You can't expect bears to go about without guns, you know, said Paddington. There are lots of wild animals in darkest Peru. Wild bears, too. Henry nodded. Aren't you a wild animal yourself? he asked. Yes, said Paddington. I am. I thought bears were naturally tame, said Henry. Oh, yes, said Paddington. I am tame, but I don't like having my guns taken away from me. Henry laughed. I understand, he said. My name is Paddington, said Paddington, after the railway station. I thought your name was Michael, said Henry. No, it's Paddington. Henry said, I was named after a duke. I'm named after a bear, said Paddington. His name was Paddington. I didn't know there were dukes called Paddington, said Henry. No, there weren't. He must have been an unusual duke, Henry said. Paddington began to grow irritated. You aren't listening to me, he said. I'm sorry, what did you say? I said he wasn't a duke at all, but a bear. Oh, yes, said Henry. Paddington said he was a bear from darkest Peru, just like me. Oh, dear, said Henry. Yes, said Paddington. Paddington looked at his watch. Goodness me, he said, this train stops in two minutes. Will you be all right with those guns? Paddington smiled. Of course. When the train stopped, Paddington got off and handed the guns back to the old man. Thank you, said Paddington. That's all right, said the old man. Good luck to you. Thank you for giving me your guns. You'll need them more than I will, Paddington said, and he wandered off into the jungle. Henry said, you can't go shooting bears with that little gun. I know, said Paddington, and he ran off into the bushes. Henry laughed. What a funny bear, he said. Paddington spent the next several weeks with his Peruvian friends, and he learned quite a lot about bears. He learned that bears hardly ever eat marmalade. In fact, he was the only one who did, and this made him feel a bit lonely. He also learned that bears never eat marmalade sandwiches. When he mentioned this to his friends, they laughed and laughed at him. Paddington also learned that bears like to go fishing. So one morning, he left the jungle, traveled back to England, and caught a train to Liverpool. Liverpool was the best place to go fishing, and he thought he'd give it a try. Paddington arrived by train very early one morning and walked down the docks, where there were boats of all kinds. There weren't any bears on the boats, which was slightly disappointing. Good morning, said Paddington to a man standing next to one of the boats. Good morning. Can I go fishing from your boat? Paddington asked. I'm trying to be a proper bear. Certainly, said the man. What's your name? Paddington. Is that like Montgomery? the man asked. No, it's from Paddington Station, said Paddington. It's a bear. Of course, the man said, and they went off in the boat. Paddington tried to fish, but he was not at all good at it. 
Luckily for him, the man, whose name was George, was an expert. "'Do you mind if we put the bait on the hook for you?' he asked. "'Certainly not,' said Paddington, "'if you would be so kind.' Once George had placed the bait on the hook, he showed Paddington how to drop the line into the water. "'How deep do we go?' asked Paddington. "'It depends what kind of fish we're after,' said George. "'What kind are we after?' "'I'm not really sure,' George said. "'What fish do you like?' "'My favorite fish is bear,' said Paddington, "'but I don't think that there are a lot of those around here.' "'You're right,' said George. "'I don't think there are any bears in England at all.' "'I thought bears were everywhere,' said Paddington. "'They are, but not as fish.' Suddenly Paddington's hook was yanked back hard. "'Looks like you've got one,' said George. "'Do you think it's edible?' asked Paddington. "'Why are you asking? Do you like fish?' "'I like fish,' said Paddington. He pulled up the fish and looked at it closely. "'Ah,' he said, "'it's a bear, my favorite kind,' and he ate it. "'Are you sure it's safe?' asked George. "'It's quite safe,' said Paddington. "'I wouldn't offer it to just anyone.' "'Do you like being a bear?' asked George. "'I do,' said Paddington. "'Especially now that I am a proper bear who goes fishing. "'Wait until I tell the bears in Peru about this.' "'Oh,' said George, "'is that where you live?' "'No,' said Paddington. "'I live in the jungle.' "'I don't live in the jungle,' said George. "'I live on a boat.' "'Oh.' "'The conversation ground to a halt, "'and Paddington said goodbye and went down the docks. "'He'd had enough fishing for one day. "'Paddington walked through the town "'and he saw a woman who looked very familiar. "'Good morning,' he said. "'Hello, Mr. Bear,' said the woman. "'Are you still looking for a job?' "'Of course. Do you have one for me?' he asked. "'I do indeed,' said the woman. "'You can run an errand for me, and I'll give you five dollars.' Five dollars?' said Paddington. "'That would be more than I had before.' "'It is indeed,' said the woman. "'What is this errand?' Paddington asked. "'I want you to go to Peru,' said the woman. "'I have a friend there, and I need you to go to his house and bring me a large tin of marmalade.' "'What a large tin of marmalade,' said Paddington. "'Take it with you,' said the woman, "'and then bring it to me.' So Paddington set off to Peru. He was excited to finally be going somewhere. He was sure he'd meet a lot of bears there, and he couldn't wait to tell them about himself. He liked fishing now, and maybe he could teach them to like marmalade.' Paddington arrived in Peru and caught a bus. When he got off the bus, he saw a number of bears playing cards and hanging out. They looked up and saw him, and they came running over. "'Hello,' said Paddington. "'I am Paddington.' "'What's with the suitcase?' "'I'm supposed to bring back a large tin of marmalade for a woman in London,' Paddington said. "'Do you have it?' "'No,' said one of the bears. "'We don't have any marmalade.' "'Oh,' said Paddington. "'Then I should go home.' "'Wait a second,' said one of the bears. "'Aren't you that bear who lives in London and doesn't know how to fish?' "'Yes,' Paddington said. "'Then how did you catch a fish?' "'A man named George helped me,' he said. "'Now I have something in common with you. We both like to fish.' "'What did you catch?' "'A bear.' "'Does it taste good?' asked another bear. "'I ate it,' said Paddington. "'I thought it was edible.' "'Okay, so it's edible.' "'We're also bears. Are we edible?' asked a bear." "'No, you're bears,' said Paddington. "'Who's the marmalade for?' asked another bear. "'It's for a woman in London,' said Paddington. "'I have to get to London,' said another bear. "'I can help you get to London,' said Paddington, "'and then I can get my marmalade.' "'Excellent,' said a bear. "'How will you get us to London?' asked another bear. "'I will fly you there,' said Paddington. "'We can get to London on our own,' said another bear. "'Not by flying you can't,' said Paddington, "'and he spread his wings.' See? Wow, said all of the Peruvian bears. That's amazing. We can get to London on our own, said another bear. Nonsense, it's too far, said Paddington. You'll die. 
He patted his wings. Come, climb on my back. It'll be much faster. Okay, said the other bears, and they climbed up on Paddington's back. Paddington started to flap his wings. I'm flying, he said. I can fly. The bears were amazed. I can fly, said Paddington. He flew all the way to London, where he bought a large tin of marmalade for the woman. Then he flew all the way back to Peru. You came back, said one of the bears. Of course I came back, said Paddington. Can I live here with you if I give up marmalade and boats? Sure, said one of the bears. Thank you, said Paddington. And he and the bears lived in Peru. If you would like to suggest a book for us to read or be a guest reader on the podcast, please email us at thebotcanon at gmail.com.